Yes, yeah, how's it, Patty? Lekker, Paul. Lekker. You want to make a podcast called Cape Vancouver? Because we started in Cape Town and now we're in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, okay, lekker. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Cheers, Cheers, man. Mm. You know what I like about this podcast is... You'll hear us drinking cool drinks for hours, but never burping. Yeah. I can't stand it when people burp into the mic on podcasts. It just you don't have that same sick. pet hate to that. Yeah. yeah. No, and I'll burp almost any time. On almost any occasion, I'll burp. Other yeah. than like if I'm at dinner with... Yeah. You, you burp know, in the bed. Adults. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get in trouble for it sometimes. For burping in bed? Well, in general, I guess. Yeah. Just if I do it too much. Yeah. Like all the time. Yeah. I just... No, Cora learned very quickly that... That's just... It was, Take it that or leave would it. be a fucking losing battle, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, I've started saying yeah, but dab a fucking do when I burp. Yeah, but dab a fucking do. Oh, burping it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm yeah. still knowing. Yeah, your w- wicked wicked jungle is massive though. The thing about wicked wicked jungle is massive is that like, it's it's really really hard to achieve. Yeah, I've been working on it for many many years, and that's the great thing about it is that when I get the whole of it out, I feel very very <laughs> muscle. No, you should. You very should. satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> You won't hear it here, not on the podcast. Uh, nope. <laughs> um, so season three, hey? Mm-mm. Spring. We just missed winter. Too busy. No, we winter. It's still winter, bro. Uh-huh. It's like six degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure it's winter. But the sun's coming up nice and early. Mm. Birds are chirping. It, it feels like we're on the home stretch. I mean, yeah, it's cold, but it's the light that does it for me. Like, no, the light is definitely the thing that has the most profound effects on you like your state of mind yeah it's like just going For to sure. work coming home from work in the dark yeah and now it's just like i get to walk sunny the sun's coming i don't need these fucking disco lights around his neck yeah. just to see where he is type of thing yeah no for sure on the way to the hill in the morning yeah uh, now i can drive in the lights like yeah it's not that bad yeah, yeah. fuck i tell you what was a dodgy ass drive though it was that when we went to apex for christmas it was like crazy Fucking in a snowstorm. There's probably like three centimeters or more of snow on the road. Like more. I, I, I only know there was five centimeters of snow on the road. <laughs> I only like. I could only know where I was going because you were in front and I could watch your tracks. It was only tracks on the road. Yeah. Like so, you in front must have just had a, a white pathway, pretty much. Not nothing. <laughs> just nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just driving into it was just darkness. Thank fuck. I had a, our headlights replaced <laughs> just before that. Trip. Yeah. Yeah. Thank fuck. Um, but you, driving into just pitch dark, pelting snow, coming, blowing straight at us. Yeah. It was And nuts. just white. The whole road, just completely white. We were the only people as well yeah. on the road. And no signal. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it was proper dodgy. But we did make the right choice to like go up a day early, go to Hope, spend a night in a motel. Yeah. That was, that was fun. I enjoyed the motel. I didn't enjoy the motel at all. Oh, yeah. Well, you had fucking... I was dancing upstairs all night long. All night? Shouting. Couldn't understand it. Yeah, I slept nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't sleep so nicely in general. So. Um, but yeah, fuck. I mean, I guess that's the only way for us to really go. It's just, dro- just drop ourselves into random... I mean, there's so much has happened. There's way house. too much to catch up on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But... Um, Mm. Yeah, where do we even start? We just start with what I'm just talking about at the moment. Christmas. Yeah. 
delightful. Mm. How many were we? Six. Six. Went up to Apex near Penticton for fucking amazing snowboarding. Yeah. Like, we got to experience pretty much all types of conditions. Over. We s- I snowboarded every day. Yeah, I fell on day two and got a concussion. Oh, shit, man. Do you Which was also how how much do you blame Nico for that? <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the meat of the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't blame Nico. I mean... I mean, it was Nico's fault, but I don't hold it against him. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's it wasn't also his fault. It's like you're getting off the chairlift. You're responsible for staying up, yeah. staying on your own two feet yourself, you know? I I was too passive. I blame myself for being too passive in getting sandwiched between uh, Nico and Luke and, and them being able to shift the direction of my board. But yeah, just got pushed over should've the right. Should have just pushed them both over, man. Just yeah, I should have. I should have just, just been like, no fucking way. Yeah. If, if someone's calling, <laughs> and from now on, I, I, I will. Because <laughs> it's not worth it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just went, just heel edge, just caught, and went flip, whoop, back, straight back, back of the head into the fucking icy snow. And you, did you buy yourself a new helmet now? Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do with the old one? It's just in the in the closet there, I guess, oh, okay. eh? Just it's weird because it's not broken enough to. Is it broken at all? No. Yeah. Not that I can tell, really. Yeah. Um, like underneath the outer shell, I feel Could like be. there's like a s- tiny little bit of place that it can like compress inwards into the foam. So it might it might be that where it actually hit the hard foam inside, like comp- like just compressed a little bit, mm. which sort of. Um, undermines its structural integrity no, for sure. or yeah um but yeah how long were you concussed for like weeks man yeah two three weeks that was a fucking until i was boring back time. to normal because like that was terrible. you had just gone off not drinking and then you drank for like two days and then you got a concussion and then it's like okay no more drinking again <laughs> horrific um but the drinking is the least was the thing that I missed the least. So do anything. And, yeah. Well, until the doctor actually told you, like, exercise is the yeah. best thing for it. Hey? Yeah, yeah. But very controlled cardio exercise. Like, mm. all about getting the heart pumping and pumping blood into the brain. It's weird how, like, because running, I feel like your brain is just fucking bouncing around in your head. So he did say that, like, Running's not the best because your head, part of what's difficult about it is visual stimulus, right? Oh. So if your head's bouncing up and down, your eyes are trying to process the whole of the world bouncing up and down. So it's like exhausting in and of itself. So you should just run eyes closed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just jog on the spot. No, you said exercise bike was the thing to do. Yeah, yeah. So I did that and then I did like elliptical machine. Oh, because you go to the gym, hey? Well, yeah, I've started yeah. going to the gym, yeah, nice. and that was part part of the reason, um, yeah, that I got, like, the membership or whatever, and now I just have carried the momentum through from But that, what was it like, hey, you said you got, like, vertigo and random shit like that, like, you felt nauseous. I just felt, yeah, tired, like, really tired, difficult to, like, process things, concentrate on stuff. Um, I would have, like, random moments of being, like... 
yeah, slight vertigo or my focus just going. Like, like you said, you like wash the dishes and then all of a sudden, exactly, like putting something down in the sink and it's just like, whoa, like <laughs> how far does my hand still have to go to touch the bottom of the sink here? Yeah. Or like reading a text and just suddenly just not being able to focus on what's on the screen of my phone, just mm. like not really being able to read it. Um, Blind, and you were working through that time as well. Well, yeah. This like not not through all of it. Took a few days off, but yeah. Then the second week, I took like a week off basically. I don't know how these fucking fighters do it because like that's their like whole job. Broom. <laughs> I was thinking exactly that. I was thinking about. I was thinking that I'm gonna enjoy watching people fight a lot less. Because <laughs> you just like it freaked me out, man. It really freaked me out. Yeah. 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 It like. Um. It's like a specific type of vulnerable that you feel when your fucking head gets knocked like that. I, it, I, I was, I felt very like, ah, you know, I was fucking feeling sorry for myself as well. Now I can't go snowboard, I can't drink, Cora's fucking a million miles away, you know. But You couldn't even play PlayStation, man. Yeah, I couldn't even play PlayStation because <laughs> it just fucking hurt my head too much. Yeah. I mean, I did for like a day. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad idea. Um, but it did make me think like, you know, I always would have thought I'd love my kids to play contact sports. Like I'd, mm. I would love them to play rugby. I, I, that's one of my sort of greatest regrets. Yeah, I've even thought about joining a rugby, rugby club here, mm. you know, because I never played rugby in in school or any club or any sort of i never played rugby and you love and it. i love it yeah. i love watching it i love it yeah it's one of the things that interests me and i enjoy the most like just filling up my time reading about it and listening to podcasts <laughs> about it and whatever you know i'm having never played that must be so weird like because i guess it's not like yeah. something like tennis where you can just go play against a wall right you need yeah. a whole bunch of other oaks to play with exactly <laughs> no, and i've spent many hours of my youth fucking kicking a rugby ball about and whatever oh, but, yeah, yeah. but i never done it in any sort of organized capacity hmm. exactly you know i played touch rugby on the beach and whatever but yeah count. um but fuck i mean you love fighting it's not like you have ever stepped into a ring with no anyone. fucking ways i have no interest in it though either like <laughs> never have ne- yeah. probably never will yeah. maybe some jujitsu stuff maybe when i'm like really old and i just have to yeah but yeah no thanks yeah no yeah so i mean i think that's one of the reasons why i like watching it because i know uh, cannot mm, do this so <laughs> <laughs> Other world like i see i was playing golf and i'm just like <laughs> I could practice enough and I could fucking hit a ball. Like, but no, man, I can't even practice fighting. No, <laughs> like, I don't even, just don't have it. I wonder, I wonder what's, what's easier, actually. Golf or fighting? Yeah. I wonder what would take more. If you took a hundred people, if you took a hundred people and, and made them all practice each for the like same amount of time, eight hours a day, training tell you one group will have a lot less cte than the other (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure i wonder when like you know how these like youtubers of boxing mma fighters and stuff like that Mm. there's like fusions in sports now now i want to see when they take it one step further and start fighting with golf clubs (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like start just, a bit of more fusion. Yeah, oh, they should just bring back medieval jousting, just medieval <laughs> jewels. Yeah. yeah, when does it come back to when it's like, yeah, cool, we're on a baseball pitch, but everyone's got a baseball bat. Uh, and we're <laughs> yeah. fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been watching, did I tell you I've been watching Physical 100? Oh, no. Yeah. Have you I seen saw that? I saw yeah. that advertised there, but yeah. I'm like... Do you know what it is? No. So it's Squid Game, basically. Oh! But of, like, all physical tasks. Okay. Cool. So they've got... They've chosen 100 people. Uh, it's Korean. It's all in... Well, fuck. The worst thing about it is that it's American dubbed. Oh, no. So there's, like, cheesy American accents. That? Fuck. That's actually what Emily suggested. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure must, you I can. must look into it. Yeah, yeah. maybe you can. Because that was, like, the worst thing about Squid Game, too, is some people just watch the dub, dub. and it's, like, Nightmare. such a mistake. Yeah. How could you do that? Yeah. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> so cheesy, so, like, awkward. Like. Yeah. But they have, yeah, 100 people um, of all, like, vi- like, different disciplines, different sort of body types as well, but all, like, sort mm. of impressive physical specimens. So, like firefighters, MMA people, bodybuilders, uh, military special forces, cyclists, uh, arm wrestlers, hmm. uh, men and women of all of these different types. Power slap athletes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, make them compete in all of these different physical challenges. And yeah, just, just interesting to see like how the different I mean, a lot of it's kind of predictable, right? So the first no, thing but is like hanging from this bar and obviously the fucking body built, well, the Rock huge <laughs> dudes. Yeah. Actually, the guy who won was a mountain rescue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So exactly. Rock climber. That's what he does. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I guess like having never seen the show at all, I'm sure there's going to be like some events that are good for this one. Some yeah. events are good for that one. Yeah, they are yeah. going to be like great equalizers as well. Yeah. No, interesting. Sounds fun. Yeah, it is. It's just, yeah, they've paced it a bit slowly and the fucking dubbed over. But I'm going to see if I can change it yeah, to yeah. subtitles. But speaking of reality TV, Survivor comes back next week, 1st of March. Oh, next week. 1st of March. Yo, that's very so exciting. So next week, Sunday is the 26th. Anyway, whatever. Maybe two weeks then. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Very exciting. But also, what premiering today. Yo, yo, yo. Best, best in, in miniature, miniature season two. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's it's so weird. I'm just gonna, I'm just coming into it so biased. Like, yeah. Well, obviously though. Yeah, I guess. But it's like, I don't know. With Survivor, I always gave everyone a chance. Fair chance, <laughs> you know. Sometimes even over two episodes, I give them a fair chance. But now this time, I'm just going to be like, yeah. I'm fucking Team Lemon all the way. Yeah, Team Lemon. <laughs> Um, very exciting. So, yeah, our friend Hannah Lemon is a miniature artist. It's been quite funny. Sorry, like, explaining she's it an to artist people. in miniatures. She's a normal sized <laughs> person <laughs> who makes miniatures. Trying um, to like explain it to people because obviously we've got a bunch of fucking excitement and we're trying to tell everyone to yeah, watch us. Yeah, like, yeah. But all you have to do is look at her fucking Instagram. Yeah. When you're explaining yeah. it, people are like, oh, what? And then you just show the Instagram. They're like, they, they make a tiny house? I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Um, but, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to watching the competition. Yeah. It's very cool. I'm interested to see, like, the different challenges and stuff. Like, is it going to, like, because I know the whole thing is kind of based around uh, your your dream home, I think. Oh, okay. But then I wonder if like every challenge is going to be like a different room or something. 
Maybe. Yeah. No, have you watched the trailer? Yeah. Uh, I probably did, but... Uh, you yeah. covered your fucking ears. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <your> eyes. <laughs> I don't like spoilers, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was this one spoiler of Hannah just going like, I'm completely out of my comfort zone. <laughs> Fuck yes, I'm going to love this show. <laughs> I can't yeah, imagine watching any other friend. Like, on TV. Like, like I don't yeah, know Hannah yeah. that well. I've probably yeah. known her over like three days or something. But like... Um, I can't imagine watching someone else like another buddy like that I've known for years yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, because we watched that one, he wasn't like a friend of yours, but you went to school with him or something on Below Deck, that like yachty oh, show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was so funny. That was just funny watching a fucking boykey, you know? Yeah. Jeez, what a cringe motherfucker as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't screw the crew, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so that starts the day, the, the new things. So, I mean, fuck. Must we take off life achievements that have been, that have been happening? You fucking I what? guess I've been racking them up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much. Yeah. Sheesh. All I have here on my notes is the fucking dimensions from the pull-up bar for my... <laughs> to sell it, to put it on. Oh, I was, I was like, yeah, <laughs> you got notes, oh, man. centimeters wide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what notes you got. <laughs> Um, yeah, traded in your pull-up bar for a bed. I like it. For a nice yeah. little day bed, so when people can come stay. No. Yeah, no, so you, you were yeah. very quiet when Henry was like, "Is anyone got a stay room?" Oh no, I, I DM'd him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mess around with the group chat. I went yeah. straight to him because <laughs> we had been picking up the bed from someone downtown or whatever in the fucking subi. What a legend! I was very worried this wasn't going to fit in. Mm-hmm. We just fucking packed the shit out of the subi like completely with a, a bungee cord holding the boot down attached oh, to that nice. yeah and there we go driving through the streets there's Henry and fucking I give him a beep 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 and Cora's like oh we just picked up your new bed <laughs> 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 nice um, yeah so I just DM'd him cool to say that bed that we picked we literally did just get a bed that you can sleep in if so you is he gonna come say uh, I don't know yeah we'll see okay yeah he had many offers yeah, I, don't, I don't think he wants to commit to anybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep his options I just open. told him to go all the way to fucking Calgary. That'll be dumb. No, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, sheesh, where will we start? Well, we went to South Africa, bro. We went to South Africa. Yeah. That Amazing. Was the, yeah. That was probably the highlight over the last... I mean, when last did we podcast? It was probably... Yeah, a couple of weeks before we went. November, yeah. It's now February. Yeah. So, it's a long time ago. But, uh, fuck, I can barely remember it. Yeah. It, does, <laughs> but it, it was like a while ago. But it, it was, was so nice. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Busy. Busy. So busy. And that's how it will always be, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, what a nice place, eh? Yes. It's very Fucking nice. Very pleasant, place. eh? Yeah. And uh, cheap beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheap well, beers. One of my highlights was finding the, the Powerboat Club, which is a little pub vibe near the waterfront um kind of next to the grand and they had like 30 rand for two double brandies and cokes oh jesus and a 30 rand cheeseburger also oh jesus Mm. what a nice place yeah (laughs) (laughs) went there with uh, jazzy and luke a few nights and like we would just buy five brandy specials so we'd end up with like 10 double brandies and cokes sitting on our little table outside and they would close close up 
So they're like, yeah, cheers, we're going. You guys are welcome to stay. Just leave you there. Yeah, they left the toilet open for us. <laughs> <laughs> they just left us there. With yeah. all your glasses outside. Yeah. Well, what a pleasure. Yeah, lovely. Mm. Yeah, we couldn't believe, I couldn't believe how much it changed. Yeah? On Clove Street. I mean, it's five years, I guess, so. Yeah, I've know, There's still some things that are there, but a lot of those sort of restaurants and bars and coffee shops have just like changed I think COVID did a lot of that I'm sure but uh, yeah I walked down Long Street which was like not something I planned on doing I just had some time to spare and I was like fuck it I'm just gonna go walk down the street that I've fucking used to walk down all the time Yeah, like that was the place to go Yeah, and I remember it being very grimy and kind of worried about your safety a little bit like we we weren't trying to rob you nice shoes kind of thing Yeah, when I walked down there fucking clean nice places around that have like opened up that were mm. not those like old fucking places that were hanging on by a thread who were mm. probably just like surviving because of gangsters and shit well, like that. Well, that's it. Like, that thread fucking snapped. COVID times COVID probably. COVID killed it all and, and now, now it looks like there's nice spots there. Mm. Yeah. Bougie. Yeah. Which I was like wondering what I prefer. Like now yeah. I, in my late 30s, I'm like, yeah, cool. I prefer the bougie, nice, niceness. But when you do I was love like, a little bit of grunge, though. When I was a student, walking around there, if it was nice, I wouldn't have liked it. Yeah. I, I love my grunge, yeah. Don't get me yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just can't stand bougie-ness. <laughs> 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 Fucking ate a squid ink paella last night. Oh, yeah. And... Didn't rate it, hey? Well, wiping my ass has just been so uh. fucking confusing. <laughs> 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 just... Black, 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 black as night. Black as the night. <laughs> Cold, black, ink, black. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, and even just eating the shit all over my mouth and stuff. Yeah, you guys had like, you guys look like you had like black lipstick. Like almost. goth. Goth We've gone vibes, goth. yeah. And like you, sometimes you touch your food with your fingers and all your fingers are just ink black. Yeah. Like it was just random. Yeah, random. It's yeah. a bit random, hey? <laughs> I was so worried I was going to spill something on myself as well. I just have like black stain. <laughs> black stain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. What was the nicest thing you ate in Cape Town or South Africa? Yeah, we had nice seafood, eh? Yeah? Yeah. Cold keys. Fuck, that's one of the things we didn't actually get to. Oh, shit. But in Neisner, we had fucking delicious prawns and fish. Mm. Um, What else did you do in Neisner, hey? Uh, Got engaged. Wow. Yeah. Well, very nice. That was main. That was the main thing. (laughs) Bent the knee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, out on the beach, out on Buffalo Bay. Um, in the sun, in the sunshine, just me and Cora on the beach. Basically, we're basically the only people on the big, long, fucking broad Beautiful. beach. Beautiful. And you went there Gorgeous. ski dipping. No, just yeah. shame. Cora was actually getting sick. Yeah. Cora was just hanging in there because she was fucking. The sickness was coming for her, and <laughs> she was just pushing through to hear me, to see me bend the knee, and then she could relax when she. What she, she knew she was like cool she now I can get sick now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay give me a tea <laughs> <laughs> um, and so did you have a whole like speech like a whole spiel yeah, yeah. I guess did you cry yeah. did you cry it's so funny this is the question that everybody asks <laughs> no did I cry no most uh, people say did she cry yeah Charlotte asked last night did she cry oh, I was like no she was like did you cry I'm like no by a little bit nah <laughs> 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 Um, that's one thing I think I would struggle with 
I'd just be sobbing so much I couldn't speak. You think? Yeah. 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 Also at my wedding, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how you fucking picture that thing of like, I mean, we've had this conversation, we've discussed this before in relation to seeing Georgie. Mm. You think oh, like yeah. the, here's going to be this like big emotional, you kind of build it up in your head and then it's like, oh yeah, well, it is also just fucking me asking her to marry me. Like it's a, it's, yeah. It was just like asking what's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's not like that at all, I guess. Um, I was nervous. Yeah. I was fucking nervous. I, I was like, I was, I was, yeah. I wonder was if she could sense that, how nervous you were. Um, I think she may be Because I don't think you're very good at hiding your no, anxiety. Either. I'm very bad at hiding things. <laughs> I'm a terrible liar. I'm very bad um, at, at playing it cool in general, I think. And shame she must have been like, oh, I'm feeling sick. I just want to chill. And you're like, no, let's go for a, a walk on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. But even more than that, we'd just been to my uncle and auntie's house to have lunch with them because like to fit them into the schedule. Oh, of, like, shit. You know, okay. and then, so it was like... So a full stomach also. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And then we went and had like a, actually that evening, like a seafood dinner. But bro, then we went to Addo Elephant Park. Yeah, that was like your, was the so honeymoon nice. of the um, of the engagement. Yeah. yeah, the engagement. Oh, you gotta have it, hey? <laughs> yeah. It'd be shit if you could just get engaged the next day. You got to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that was very lacquer. Very lacquer to be like in the bush again and just fucking elephants are so crazy. I think they're the best of the big five. They are so fucking crazy. Like. And I mean, Addo is fuckloads of elephants. Like, you see a lot of elephants. Mm. But these huge, in a little rental car. Nice and up close and personal with them Up too, close eh? and personal. Walking past, like pulling over to the side of the road and fucking switching the engine off. And looking out the window and in the road next to the car is an elephant's belly at the height of the roof of the car. You know, <laughs> like you just see their legs. It's so close that you Woo! can't even see their body. You just see their legs coming past and just see the bottom of their belly walking past the fucking roof of the car. Yeah. Monsters. Monsters. But so gentle and like... So gentle, so clever, so like... And it's weird that you sense it from them in a way. Like, mm. just the way they move and stuff like that. Like Totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Super expressive. Like, the way they fucking walk. You can see if fucking bobbing, bob their head a bit up and down, side to side, a little bit pissed off. It's like, all right, fucking in reverse. <laughs> Cora's mind just being constantly blown, you know? Yeah. Because she's never yeah. seen anything like it. But, I mean, that was every day in Cape Town as well, right? I mean, I remember just driving around and she was looking at rich people's houses and she was just, like, <laughs> blown away. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know what blew her mind more. It was, like, the, the, the wealth or the animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fucking mansions. Um, yeah. No, but but awesome. And yeah, but there were things that didn't happen, like didn't get to go seal snorkeling. That's still on the list. Didn't yeah. get to go paraglide. You gotta leave some stuff, man. Exactly. Always. Yeah. But and you did plenty. Like mm. you guys were even up early in the morning doing shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you must fill the time. Yeah. But what we haven't even said is the fucking wedding, which was unbelievable. Best wedding more life. Yeah. No, so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. I did a good job. I behaved myself. You did a very good job. Yeah. As well. You did behave yourself. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, good. 
Everyone said what a good job I did. You did a very good job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked you got it on video. Like, I'm ready to see it because, like, it's such a blur to me. And also, like, mm. from my point of view, I'm basically just, like, looking at them and the pieces of paper, right? Yeah. So I don't have an idea of what, like, what it all looks mm. like. Mm. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I guess from you as well, you were up there, but I yeah. guess you also like looking at all the people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I look at my cousin, I see my cousin crying. No. <laughs> <laughs> like sweet, man. Yeah, it was, it was sweet. Yeah. No, it was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful ceremony. Is that what made you propose, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you had the Not ring Not a already. grand plan, yeah. yeah. Had the it's ring. a fucking nice ring, man. With the, the yeah. protea holding the, the diamond and Protea, stuff. It's like beautiful, yeah. Yeah, setting. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I was stoked with how it turned out. It was so cool to just see everyone and be there with everyone as well. Like, mm. I didn't want it to end, man. No, yeah. Everyone was on good form as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's surprising, actually, hey? Not one, like, I don't know. I guess there was one little kerfuffle. Oh them. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One almost fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was just about to say, it, a wedding's almost lame without that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I can bring almost fights to my wedding, please. <laughs> <laughs> you must have either almost fights or a tantrum. Some of them must start crying and no man, be drunk for treat or something. Everyone must just be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want a bit of scandal <laughs> yeah, otherwise what do you wake up and talk about <laughs> yeah well yeah fair enough yeah but mm. so yeah your wedding's got a lot to live up to yeah but it's also a different thing eh yeah you know what the thing is is that it's um what was cool about Raph and Jules's wedding was that it was their their friends are all like mutual friends. Yeah. So everybody there knew everybody there, apart from like their new friends. Yeah, yeah. But it was still cool to meet. So it wasn't like, yeah, I guess they didn't have to, I, I guess also they had almost limitless capacity because it was like their venue and yeah. like whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but when I look at all the people who were there, now we have to invite people to our wedding and it's like, well, Cora's got all of her friends, all of her family, all of my family. Who doesn't know any of your friends, any of your family. But but it's <laughs> whether they know each other or not, yeah, it's yeah. just like, well, it's half the guest list is taken up. It's like we have half the guest list each almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Raph and Jules' guest list is like, well, it's everybody is both of theirs. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So now... To an extent, I mean, there were like, obviously Raph and Jules, Raph, ugh, Jules's like aunts and uncles. And sure. That sure. sort of stuff. And but when it came to friends and stuff, yeah, they yeah. didn't really have to like be as like picky and choosy. Can't come, can't, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's been fucking tough. It's like, jeez, yeah. who, who who do we actually invite and who who do, who do we not invite? There's lots of people who I would love to have been there who, who we just can't invite. Like, yeah. There just isn't fucking space for them. Well, I'm very, very touched that I'm not cracked the nod. I cracked the nod. Well, I'm not even really cracked the nod. Fucking in the wedding party. Yeah. That's all I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> in the wedding party, but don't have to fucking be MC or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Tickets are booked. Yeah. Fucking, you fucking quick turnaround time, eh? Not fucking around. We didn't waste any time. Yes, sir. Didn't even like give us a chance to settle, like to take on the fucking news. Yeah, like. but let it let it sink in. <laughs> yeah, didn't have to, like 
I usually like to book tickets a year in advance. You yeah. know, now you're just like, no, we're getting married in six months. Well, <laughs> it was like, it, we knew it was going to happen island. Yeah. It has to be the summer. You don't, you don't really want to, well, it didn't have to, but it was, that was just what made the most sense. Yeah. No, so no, no. Like, why, why fuck around? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, it's either going to be six months or it's going to be 18 months. <laughs> rather just fucking, yeah. yeah. Get it going. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, now came back. Christmas. Christmas. Very nice. Concussion for me. <laughs> not, not very so nice for me. Having Luke here was fucking nice. Having uh, Luke here was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, I think we blew his mind as well. I think, yeah. Shane, one of the things he said, which was really like, I don't know, sad, <laughs> but he was like, it's kind of like a double-edged coin or whatever the hell you were saying goes. Double-edged sword, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that uh, he discovered snowboarding because he's just like, now that he knows there's this this thing exists that brings him so much joy, yeah. he has to like spend the rest of his life trying to figure out how to like get it again. <laughs> and very, yeah. very tough being a, a, a person who loves snow, but you live in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> well... That was me exactly when yeah. I was his exact age, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it was very cool for him to see that, like, it's yeah. so possible. Like, hundred percent, you can just do it. You can do it. Yeah. yeah, it might take a number of years, but yeah. And he's got fucking shit to do. He's so young anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wait will be worth it. I was even wondering, like, is it worth even coming back here? Because what I was feeling when I was his age was I would never go back to the same place twice. It's like I've been there, mm. done that in a way, you know, mm. like. I would rather go spend a year in Japan or something, snowboard mm. there, work there. Mm. If you yeah, can, like. yeah, for sure. I mean, there are all those options. Um, I guess it depends what your like long-term outlook is. Like, if you want to just go somewhere for a year, then yeah, Japan, yeah. somewhere else maybe. But if you're fucking 21, you don't need to worry about your long-term that much. Sure. <laughs> but that was why I came back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for yeah, me, same here. But we were in our thirties coming here. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, sure. He could go anywhere. Hey, and speaking of that, fucking nailed your Canadian test, my brother. Yeah. Fucking twenty out of twenty. Twenty out of twenty on the citizenship test. Yes. That was, that was a, done. It's been a stressful fucking. Ah, but it was easy actually. It was the test was easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's one of those things of like, you don't know how. The book you have to study. So it's like, oh, cool. You get an email saying you need to take your <laughs> test within the next however many weeks. Here's a um, book. Yeah, there's like, here's like a 58 pages of information that you have to know on like history and economy and geography and... All the subjects. All this fucking stuff. No maths. <laughs> no maths, yeah, <laughs> thank God. Um... But you have to learn like, well, the, the, the practice tests were like, practice tests were way harder than the test itself. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, sure. But it's a, also a little bit like, I, I, I was studying pretty hard. Cause yeah, I, you don't want to fuck like, it up. You don't, of course, no, you don't want to fuck it up. You have to get 15 out of 20 to pass. You don't want to fuck it up. A lot of it you know is going to be relatively straightforward. But then it's like in the practice test, it'll be like who was, you know, like specific names. There were even practice tests, specific names from like 
the like pictures, the little notes, the annotations to the oh, pictures geez, and the border like, of like the book. Figure five, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know, who wrote this, the book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was reading the book, going like, oh, this fucking could have been done a little bit better in this. Area. <laughs> <laughs> Should have left some feedback. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, awesome because I learned a huge amount as yeah. well. You know, very cool to actually learn the history whether i remember all the names and dates or not um just to have that sort of perspective on the country and how it was formed and and all of, like, it's kind of cool they make you do that it is cool they make you do it yeah and it's not just i mean what does you have to do that for south africa i have no idea i, I don't it. think so no i doubt it yeah yeah <laughs> poor south africa but i must tell south africa that i'm taking new citizenship yeah. otherwise they'll say ah Take it away. <laughs> You'd never give me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting stuff like uh, the USA invaded Canada. 1812. Fucking bastards. Came uh Invaded. Were, were they still British then? I think 1776 was uh, the yeah. revolution. That actually rings a bell. Yeah. That's what they were like chanting when they stormed the capital. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, no, then there was a revolution, but a bunch of British loyalists then moved up here to Canada. Uh, and they were like, yeah, we'll fight. Um, and then in 1812, the States, well, yeah, the Americans came and invaded. I don't know if they would, I don't know what their purpose was. I don't remember. It wasn't, maybe it was written in the book. Maybe it wasn't. I can't remember that. Um, but they fucking got told Spence, to fuck off. Depends who's writing the story, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, but what was interesting is they burnt down some... I think it was in Toronto. What was... Fuck, I can't remember what it was called before it was Toronto. But they built out, burnt down some, like, uh, legislative buildings or whatever. Some government buildings. So what, did, what do you think Canada did? What do you think the Alex did? Apologized. No. <laughs> what do you think they did in, in return? Built it, built it back in. No, bro. Killed them all. They burnt down the White House. Canada? Yes. Fuck yeah. They were like, you fucking come burn down our shit. We come come burn down your shit. Your fucking president house. Burn down the White House. <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. Could so you then what White House we're seeing now is actually modern. 2.0, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or they fucking, I mean, who knows how, who knows how much of it actually, maybe they just burnt all the curtains. I feel like it's like Bruce Wayne watching his manor burn down and being like, oh, we'll just build it again. I've got some some ideas for the East Wing. <laughs> yeah, Fuck, starts improve. building the Batcave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when all the secret bunkers came yeah, in the White yeah. House. All the aliens pulled in. <laughs> um, That's been nuts over the last few weeks. They've just been, they've been fucking shooting, shooting down... Objects. Yeah. They won't even say what they what they are. Like some hexagonal object was shut down. But one of them was <laughs> was a Chinese spy balloon, right? Yeah. yeah Officially. Yeah. 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 But um for the other ones, the guy even said there's a reason we're not calling these things balloons. They're like oh. we're calling them objects for a reason. We have no idea what they are. No. Really? <laughs> yeah. They don't know what they are. Yeah. They don't know if it's a craft, a ship, uh, I read a headline somewhere saying that like some meteorological club somewhere had like had something missing that they uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> some fucking hobbyists no no sure I'm, I'm sure there's a simple there. explanation for it but yeah. but still it's just crazy <laughs> yeah just no one in the government who fucking knows what it is and it's also or weird just ask the people who fucking made it and put it into the edge now that they've downed it they can't find it yeah what because they downed it actually just on the border of US and Canada 
So uh, okay. it's in Canada somewhere in this like, like imagine dropping a fucking. But hang on, thing. there was one in. There've been like five of them, right? Yeah. So there was one in the Yukon, wasn't there? Yeah. So is that is that the one that was? Is that on the border? Well, it could be the border of Alaska and the Yukon, but I don't know. I have no uh, idea. I haven't actually read any any of this. Yeah, and I've also only read the headlines. So yeah, fuck. Well, this that's is, how one lives these days. Yeah. Yeah. This is classic Paul, Patty and Paul podcast. <laughs> 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 Let me inform you people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny though, because it's like, there's all this stuff that feels... Um, significant and sort of momentous that I guess being with uh, I think the shift to being a Canadian citizen will feel will make those types of things feel more significant in a way what, Maybe what sort of things like something got downed in your airspace yeah of like oh you know is this a threat to Canadian uh, uh, fucking sovereignty and safety or whatever you wow. know it's like did you ever feel like that way as a South African with all the fucking Zimbos yeah but how many how many no but I mean that's less scary than fucking yeah. Aliens. Aliens, yeah. yeah. Or, or it's fucking hobbyists, Chinese man. spy balloons. <laughs> Chinese hobbyists. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many fucking spy balloons the US must have over China and Russia? That oh, for sure. Like, oh, no, yeah. What point does it no, become look, a balloon not... or a satellite? Like, at, where's the line? Jesus. Um, <laughs> that's got to be that's got to be at altitude. You should know this, didn't you? Put up space weather balloons yeah, in Antarctica? Satellites in orbit. And a space balloon is just... Oh, okay floating okay so you know the answer <laughs> yeah i just, just asking the question to be funny <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the funny thing about orbit it's like something that's in orbit is just constantly falling towards earth but its speed is great enough that by the time it falls towards earth it's already going around the earth basically so it's like imagine shooting a cannon yeah. So as you shoot the, the ball cannon, eventually it basically hit hits down to yeah. earth. But if you shoot the cannon fast, fast enough, enough, it'll fall, but it'll just keep on falling around and around and around and around. Because it goes far enough. Because speed and the gravity kind of match each other. So yeah, it goes far enough far over the enough horizon. That it just goes down. And then the gravity and the speed just kind of like equal out. Wow. And that's orbit, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And like, the only thing that'll really stop it is friction. In a way, because that'll slow it down, and it, the more it slows down, then the more it'll like get pulled down into Earth. But because it's space, there is no friction. There's not really any friction. Yeah, there's just trash up there. Tra- if it hits some trash, it's yeah, it's not it's good. Gonzo's here. Eh? Pretty much. I mean, I okay, don't know how so they're missing that. How are they missing it? But do, they must sort of must surely is is all the trash. The trash must also be in orbit, right? It's all spinning around. Yeah, there's all and s- it's all going at a constant rate on the same. Some plane. of the stuff they've tracked. Like, they can track it, and once you know it's, like, trajectory and all that sort of stuff, you can um, work out where it's going to be. Because there must be so much shit up there that's just up there that's not talking, right? They're dead. So mm. it's not being like, hey, here I am, hey, here I am, yeah, hey, yeah, here yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of shit. It's just a piece of metal, like, yeah. floating around. Yeah. How many human beings have died in space and are just floating around up there? Any? Zero. Really? Yeah. You know yeah. that for sure. No. Yeah, I don't think you do. <laughs> but also, there must be space. Pretty sure. Space 
people who have been. No, no there'll be statues of them. Disconnected. We would talk about yeah, them. Well, there probably are statues of them. Like we all know who like the first man on the moon was. We all know who the first person in orbit was. Sure, we, we also know the first person who fucking di- got to the top of Everest. Doesn't mean you can name any of the hundreds of people who've died climbing Everest. Yeah, because hundreds have. Most people have. No, not most people. Well, lots of people There've have. There have been a good number. But in space, died. I don't think anybody has. Okay. The only people that have died is like when rockets explode on their way there. Hmm. Yeah. No one's just been untethered and just drifted out. Into yeah, I wonder what they would do. Eh? Fuck, you've got to read that Project Hail Mary. Have you read it yet? No. Did you read The Martian? Mm, no. You watched the movie? Yeah, I watched the movie. Yeah. Written by the same dude, mm. Andy Weir. Mm. But, oh, dude, the Project Hail Mary is so good. Yeah. It's just like, it's funny, it's interesting, it's... It's, yeah, it's cool. It's a really cool I'll check book. it out. Yeah. I'm still... I haven't been reading that much, but I'm still on Long Walk to Freedom. Yeah. I'm still, I'm it's a long book. Through. It is a long book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's <a> fucking... Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'm reading a book at the moment, um, which is absolutely amazing. Fucking by Rupert Sheldrake. Um who I think is Cosmo Sheldrake's dad. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> is he a biologist? He, he's a biologist, but in this he's just talking about science. Oh, okay. And he's talking about the 10 dogmas of science that cool. he's identified. Cool. And he's basically just said science has become so much so like a religion that there's mm. just these like beliefs that people just believe mm. almost religiously about science, mm. like mm. constants, like the speed of light, gravitational force hmm. all of these things are constants yeah. like yeah. the laws of nature that yeah. that newton came up with or yeah that those are just like fixed and they yeah. always have been and always will be yeah but he's almost uh proposing that it's they're more like i don't know habits Guidelines. like ingrained habits and they, oh, okay. they they change and evolve just like humans change and evolve and it's just because we've only been observing Whoa. them for the last 200 years that's not to say that like they evolve over tens of thousands of years right and then he's like picking holes in all these like they're all theories at the end of the sure, day. Sure. So he picks little holes in them, and he's like, "Are these really beliefs?" Or, and everyone just shoots down any any sort of qu- question of them because, like, we all of we know what the the second is because of the speed of light. We know what the meter is because of the speed of light. We know what like all of our shit is based on on certain huh. things that we assume ha- yeah. have th- thought of constants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it breaks sure. everything if, if, yeah. if it doesn't breaks everything and w- everything that everyone's doing. Like yeah, yeah. It's been really, really fun reading it. Huh. Um, yeah, cool. I don't know. I feel like such a nerd saying that. <laughs> it's really fun reading about science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're almost a bit of a nerd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is. He is bringing up a bit of like fucking pseudoscience in my opinion, though. Mm. Like. There's one t- thing he's talking about, about, like, conservation of energy, because, like, energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be, like, changed. Energy okay. and matter. Yeah, yeah. And then he starts bringing up these people who, like, haven't eaten food or drank any water in, like, 20 years and stuff like that, but they're still being pooping. So, how, they're, how where are they getting their energy from? Oh, well, that just sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah, but he goes on and on about it for, like, a whole chapter, about how, like... People observed these people, and and like the Pope even said it's legit, and da da da, and it's like, oh, know. okay, so the fucking the tenets of science are just dogma, but once the Pope says that it's legit, <laughs> so you're like, oh yeah, well it must be true that these people. <laughs> um, but one of the other things he says is like how the one of the dogmas, or whatever, is that like 
your mind exists in your brain in this physical yeah. part of yeah. you. Yeah. Um, where he's trying to say that, like, especially with psychedelics and stuff like that, people have, like, these shared uh, experiences mm. and almost shared consciousnesses mm. and how you can, like, pick up on someone's moods or all that sort of stuff. On there, There's some sort of ethereal connection between people sometimes mm. and uh, hmm. how does that get explained and, and all that, which means the mind doesn't live in the brain. It's it's out, There's something outside of it. So, yeah, definitely touches on pseudoscience and wah, 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 wee, wah sort yeah. of shit. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying, I'm just taking it all with a grain of salt, you know, I'm just like, shit's not fucking real. Maybe it is, but it's just nice to, to just ask questions and think about it, right? Sure. So it's, it's almost like it's philosophy more than science, right? Yeah. And he does bring up a lot of philosophers and, yeah. Um, yeah. and the history of, of science as well. It's like how yeah. we got to... Yeah. The, the stuff we believe at the moment, like yeah. the Big Bang and all that. It's like, yeah. 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 Terence McKenna, the, uh, regarding the Big Bang, said of scientists that, like, give us one miracle and we can explain the rest. Ah, so it's like, give us nice. one thing that that happens unexplainably think, or whatever yeah, yeah, and we'll yeah. explain all the rest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just throw us this one bone. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, just hear me out, right? <laughs> as long as this happens, yeah. this will be everything else. <laughs> um, let me quickly get myself a little sweetie from my jacket outside. Are you pausing? Yeah. We're back. Got your sweetie. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what other life achievement awards did you get? What other life achievement? <laughs> I went. For, I've been back in the backcountry for the first time. Oh shit! On my snowboard. That's hip, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I've only actually been on two. Um, two days of backcountry, but. Yeah, one slightly less amazing than the other. Both fun, but the first day was just fucking unbelievable. Um, skiing up to this the top of this mountain up the Coquihalla so like 4 4:30 a.m. start drive 2 hours get there in the dark or just like twilight it's just starting to get lights minus minus 15 degrees it's mm. cold as fuck you know getting all our gear put on and ready and whatever and then start skiing up like walking up on split boards or snowboard split in half skins on the bottom um that can only go one way so you got traction you can push forward but they can't slip well but they can fucking slip back that's oh, the yeah? thing you learn yeah that traction is not nearly as i mean it's good but it's like a it's a new technique almost because when you're walking uphill your instinct is always to like lean your body weight forward and almost put your weight on your toes. Yeah. But for this, you have to have your weight like evenly distributed almost across the ski. So you have to have your feet flat. Huh. So you have to be standing much more upright than you usually would like hiking up a hill. You have to be like wow. kind of very upright. And that's probably the... Uh, yeah, fuck. I don't know if that's how your body is designed to work or not no um but it's a definitely like a new yeah hurts your fucking hammies and your glutes and it's definitely a new thing yeah, yeah. yeah new set of muscles to walking up and then yeah 
on steep sort of snow faces, zig- sort of switchbacking across. Um, but like, there's no trail. Mm. No. Well, there can be. If other people have gone ahead of uh, you, okay. you then you follow their trail. trail. But we were going through the trees, tight trees. The snowpack wasn't also what it could have been either. It was quite low. So like trying to find the trail and is this trail going where we want to go and then eventually left that trail and just um, tracked our own trail up through the snow up to the the coal between these two peaks mm. and then over that into this big bowl in, in the back, like the backside of this face that we climbed up. Um, and just... It, it felt like kind of a profound... Uh, mo- well, <laughs> profound moment. It was like, it was an experience that was profoundly different to anything that I'd had in the past because it was like being... Mainly because in that instance, because it was a beautiful day. We could see all of the mountains around us for ages. We were up on top of these fucking... I'll have another one as well, please. Um, on top of these mountains, and there was no one else there. It was just me, Nico, and Mark. So just three of us on the fucking top of these mountains with snow-covered peaks going in all directions. Mm. And we didn't see a single other person the whole day. We were walking and snowboarding for like... Eight hours, and there was not a single other person there. So it's like it just amplifies your feeling of being like at this tiny little speck in this crazy yeah. landscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This crazy landscape. Um, like the thing I was, I've, I was thinking about it earlier. It's almost like if you think about being in the Tanqua at Africa Burn with those like thirteen, fifteen thousand people, however many, ten, however many. Like that's probably how many people are at Whistler in a day. Yeah. You know, so it's like Whistler is almost like being at the Tanki. You're in, you're in the mountains, but you're surrounded by people and stuff happening. And But it's what's nice. I mean, I went down Sunday alone. Yeah. And it was nice finding little sections mm. where I was completely alone. Yeah. And I could tell no one else had been there all yeah, day. All day, like, yeah. But to do that, you have to kind of be in the trees. Or yeah, yeah. You have to be in the trees, basically. Yeah. Um, But so this is... That same thing, but like imagine being in the Tanqua at Africa Burn, but there's no one else there. You don't see anyone. You're just walking across the deserts all day with two buddies, and there's no one else there. Yeah. And it is the sense of like, yeah. Just, but, if but if, if something went badly wrong or you couldn't <laughs> get any contacts, in, like you'll die there. Yeah. You know, yeah. you freeze to death, starve to death. But that's another thing. It's like the Tanqua is one thing, but like being in that snowy. Yeah, mountain thing yeah. where sound is different. Like. Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's exactly, and that's what I said to Nico and, and Mark as well. Finnish and a Canadian. I was like, you guys are kind of used to yeah. this to some extent. Like, yeah, sure, it's an awesome different. But for me, it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Mm. You know, to be on top of this crazy snowy mountain completely by ourselves, um, with no one in sight or earshot or you know, it felt really like a proper sort of wilderness mm. experience. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was very, very, very I want very to do cool. that mountaineering stuff, man. I want to just yeah. climb up those mountains. Yeah. Because that view is what it's about. Like, like we, I took Luke to Whistler on one of those bluebird days. Yeah. And it was just, you just see those mountains for miles and miles and miles. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I want that, man. Like him, that Himalaya shit. 
Mm. Have you seen this photo? Sorry, listeners, but this photo of Vancouver. We see the city and just uh, the mountains yeah, in the background. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it's just insane. How Amazing. like it's just this little city in and amongst like absolute crazy nature. Yeah, really, it's like a little. And the funny thing is, from here you see the North Shore Mountains and it's like beautiful and whatever, you but you don't what's realize behind what's behind it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just peak on peak, more and more and more and more and more. And it's not like life. another city. Like, no, yeah, it's just fucking mountains for days as far as yeah you could yeah no awesome beautiful um so yeah that was fucking great but scary also people have been dying big time in avalanches yeah but surely they they being stupid these days yeah i mean some of them maybe are taking bigger risks than they should be but I think some people are just getting really unlucky. Because for me, I'm, I'm thinking of really it like unlucky. surfing. Like, you can go surf at Musees all day. Fine. Yeah. But now if you want to go surf that fucking wave in Portugal or something, like, you've got you to understand what's, what's coming with it. Like, But it's different because you can't... Like that wave in Portugal, you're standing on the beach, you see it fucking coming in. It's not like you can paddle out and the wave is six foot and then all of a sudden here's this fucking 60 foot wave coming, right? No, they're paddling out knowing that there's a 60 foot wave there. Yes. But it's different because they're paddling out knowing that the wave is there and feeling competent and confident enough to ride the wave, right? You can't ride an avalanche. Yeah. Like... I saw it's Vin Diesel did in Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? No, people get away. Yeah, people, people get away. Um, but it's like this thing lurking, lurking underneath, um, under the snowpack. So you have to be, it's about being, assessing where you're fucking walking, where you're riding, what the slope, what the snow conditions. But the, the conditions this season are just such that there are like dodgy layers deep under the yeah. snow that you could have no idea, really, no r- real way of of telling where where it's gonna go and where it isn't. Um, yeah, and then that's it. You get caught in, caught like that, and is it a quick death? No, bro. No, no. Suffocating. You suffocate to death under trapped. the under the snow. Yeah, trapped under just like tons of snow. Or, I mean, if you're lucky, you just get smashed against a rock. Yeah, or a tree or something. Or a tree or something, yeah. and you, you're unconscious quickly. Um, but no, the, the worst case it's scenario terrifying. is you, it's, yeah, you're just slowly suffocating to death under the hmm. under the snow. But you, the yeah. doggy comes with you. Yeah? Blizzard comes. That's nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was there on the second the second time, yeah. Yeah, which is very cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, speaking about dying in the ice and snow, like Matthew Spur made it back from another trip to Antarctica. Oh, is he back? Safely, yeah. Nice. Very cool. Sick. Um, so I was chatting to him because, oh man, yeah, like one of my first days in, in Cape Town, mm. he came and picked me up on his motorbike. Oh, yeah. And took me on this drive over chatties yeah, and stuff like beautiful. that. Like, it was, it was so cool, man. He's got like a fucking powerful bike as well. Awesome. Um, but you know, he told me. Because he's been going to Antarctica quite a bit now. Mm. They've been. They ask them, if you're gonna die, out there in the ice, die straight, so we can put you in the body bag. Oh Jesus! Don't don't curl up, boy. 
<laughs> we don't want to have to like break your arms or oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> jesus so if you're gonna die just think just about be considerate the, please be considerate yeah. the put you in the body put bag. you in the fucking body bag oh my god <laughs> so dark it's so crazy like yeah wow yeah fuck no it's scary you don't want to it's like yeah i guess it's no different to the desert like you can't fucking walk out into the desert without any food and water and expect to just be okay fuck me where would you rather be in like the antarctic desert where there's no water yeah it's just ice and fucking cold and wind or the this i guess the sahara desert where there's probably fucking wind too but that wind blasts you like a sad blaster there's no water you're hot Neither. There is no way to, Neither, to offer man. a preference. This is not an option. There's no <laughs> way to answer this question sensibly, though. Where would I rather be? Probably, would I rather freeze to death or, or, or fucking... I'd probably rather freeze to death. Than dehydrate to death. Than dehydrate to death, yeah. Just burn under the sun and in the I sand. guess when you get, like, hypothermia, you start getting warm for some reason. Like, yeah. They, people, they find people with their clothes off and shit after the dying of hypothermia. Oh, they just lost their mind. Yeah, well, they start. Your body starts thinking it's hot, in a way. So you start taking your clothes off. Yeah, it's weird, eh? Like even rabies, you get scared of water, like terrified of water. Mm. Yeah. Weird. And that's anything that can fix you, but you're terrified of it. There's videos of these dudes in India, like with rabies, and they just like cannot get a glass of water down because they just like too much fear. Wow. Yeah. It's almost like trying to tell someone wow. the only way to help you would jump off this building. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, your body physically can't do it. Like That's so crazy. It's crazy that it's like that thing in particular. Have you watched The Last of Us? Have you been watching it? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, in fact, I've played it multiple times. Yeah, sure, sure. But yeah, I've been really I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I, I, it's definitely on the list. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just keeps getting better. Like, yeah. the latest episode is so much, so cool, and I don't think it could get better from the last episode, and it's just cool. so rad. Awesome, yeah. Especially, we'll, like, we'll from it. someone who really enjoyed the game's perspective yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, like, yeah. they've just absolutely nailed it. Like, But so why I brought it up was, like, that thing of... Um, your mind being completely controlled by this like other organism yeah you know? yeah 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 to like just completely fuck with it in this one particular way like it's weird how and dude you going through that concussion i was sure, like you you were saying how it made you feel how, how like vulnerable almost you are yeah and just that little brain of yours that's yeah. swimming around in the soup up there yeah like it can just get knocked or a bit of fungus gets in there or a bit of rabies mm. or something gets in there and yeah we've all of a sudden you're a completely different fucking completely entity different. like yeah you're a yeah. zombie now you want to eat brains <laughs> fuck man that's why all uh Rupert Sheldrake. <laughs> it's not just, it's not mechanical. Um, yeah. He said in that book, there's another thing. He was like, um, trying to understand how a frog works by killing it and dissecting it is the same as trying to work out how a computer works by grinding it into powder and seeing what it's made of. <laughs> huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it though? It's not really. It's the same as taking the computer apart, but like, 
piece by piece, right? That's He's what you're like, doing. Yeah, you're, you're not just you're not putting silicone the... in there. You're gonna find out that there's this metal in there and there's plastic, sure, but you're gonna know how it works. But I mean, yeah, like you said, it could be like, oh, there's a, a Intel X64 chip in there, and there's a motherboard and a fan, and <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you at least know that you have all of these pieces; they must interact somehow. Mm. And because you have a fucking certain amount of basic knowledge of whatever biology or electronics or whatever the applicable sphere of knowledge is, then it's funny. Like I, I, I have to try and reverse engineer products sometimes. Okay. And so, like, we'd buy the product, and then I'll be, like, fucking trying to figure out how it works. But often, so, uh, like, a microchip will have its serial number on it, right? Mm-hmm. But now these people, because they know people like me are going to try and do that, <laughs> they, sand off, they sand off the top of the chip ah. so that you can't see the serial number. So you don't know what type of chip it is. So now it literally just looks like a black box with, with some metal coming out of it. You have no idea what it is. Uh, okay, so they've built something using the chip, and you need to know what type of chip it is in order to recreate the thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. Huh. Intentionally. Yeah, yeah. What's up in every product? No, no. Some people are more lax than others, right? And some people are just... Sure, like, but sorry. The people making those products that you're trying to recreate, you're trying to reverse engineer, yeah. every single one of the, those things that they've made, they've gone and fucking sanded off the yeah. serial yeah. number. Wow, yeah. crazy. I don't think it is that hard to do. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, you could just probably have them all laid out and just heat press it or something, like, just yeah. one layer, yeah. in a way. Um, but, yeah, that's IP, basically, so that people like me or China don't fucking steal your design and your hmm. everything. What's IP? Uh, intellectual protection. Uh, right. Or intellectual property. Sure. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> fucking corporate espionage. Yeah, dude. I ever tell you about that thing? They found that virus that was going around. They couldn't really tell. They they know that it was like it got everywhere super quickly. Mm. Like it was a really well functioning virus in that sort of way. We're talking about computer virus. Yeah, yeah. computer yeah. virus. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were like, we're not really sure what it does. Like it spreads super well. Huh. But we're not sure what it does. Huh. And they found that like it targeted a one specific solenoid which is basically just like an on and off switch type of vibe. Mm. Um, and basically, so they found the solenoid, they installed it, and they made it basically stop a balloon from inflating because that's kind of explains what it does in a way. Like, there's oh, a yeah. valve, and then the solenoid basically switch off the, switches off the valve. And then, so then they did this thing, make the balloon go to this pressure, and then stop. Then they were like, okay, cool, now we're going to put the virus on this program, start it, and the balloon just blowed until it blew up ah. and they're like huh okay but now why were they targeting this one solenoid and they found that iran in their nuclear program was specifically using this one solenoid wow and like they had like an exclusive deal with it or something so they could only use this one type of solenoid wow and so they were like oh my god like this is a proper this could if this got to this virus got to iran yeah it would have gone into the nuclear program and they would have had a nuclear meltdown, basically, because the solenoid wouldn't have done Jesus. what it was supposed to do. Jesus. Crazy. <laughs> and then they were like, oh my God, this fucking probably came from the CIA or like some sort of governmental... Yeah, like, yeah. This isn't just some random hobbyist making a yeah. virus. like. Yeah. Bro, I was listening to this um, ah, podcast. I think it was a radio lab or something. Um and it was this interview with these guys who 
They were using AI to create drugs, basically. Jeez. Uh, not drugs, but, well, drug like medicinal drugs, right? Oh, okay. Like medicinal compounds. So they had written, like, an algorithm that would... Um, fuck. What would it... How did I can't remember how it works, but but it would take like all different. It would create new chemical compounds in order to. It, w- it had like all the database mm. of the eff- efficacy of different compounds and what different parts of different compounds do in terms of whatever, and then they could like um, put in a specific ailment or whatever and say create us something that would help with this, and the fucking thing goes tick 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 and just churns out all of these vaccines vaccines or drugs or <laughs> yeah, pills yeah. or whatever it's all of these different compounds and some of them are, might be like super fucking hard to make or some of them might be relatively straightforward whatever so it was this big sort of um yeah big project that they're working on uh and i guess they got invited to they got invited to speak at a conference i think about um like uh the threats of different military weapons something like that um they couldn't really figure out why why they were invited yeah so they almost like after having been invited they were like well we better have something to say better have something to present so like what would happen if we took this our fucking program that we made and instead of saying, like, how can you help all these people? Just like, how can you make some deadly shit? Make biological weapons type of thing. Yeah. And they, they changed some, a couple of inputs in the code, which was super easy for them to yeah. do. They had to just change fucking, you know, yeses to noes or whatever in terms of is this helpful or harmful. Um, and came back to, you know, just said, you know, click run, went home. You know, not thinking much about it, came back to just like this fucking um, just just da- database of new database chemical weapons. Of <laughs> chemical weapons, literally, Jesus. exactly. And they were just like, "Oh fuck!" Like, what do we do? Shame, man. I feel like that's the way the the scientists felt in World War Two as well when they developed the nuclear bomb. Yeah, because they were just like. But they tried to just come up with this thing that can stop the war, but then they came up with this thing that could destroy the world. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Crazy. And because then they were all like, well, fuck, now we have this um, this sort of moral quandary that we're in. You know, do we tell people about it? Do we not? Do we just fucking delete everything and pretend that it never existed? Do we, you know, what do we do? Because they felt like, well, it's important that that people should know that this potentially exists. But also, do you want to advertise that this potentially exists? That's a Netflix documentary coming soon. Yeah, maybe. Um, That's fucking interesting. Very interesting. But apparently, they, I'm not sure if they had already presented at this conference or not. I think they probably had. But then the fucking, I don't know if it was the, I think it was the White House. It was the White House contacted them and were like so what's the deal and they got them they gave them a whole presentation on the thing and how it works and whatever and the white house said so can we have the program yeah, whatever the database, yeah. yeah and they said no you can fuck off 
Yeah, crazy. Wow. Crazy. And so it is, yeah, it's interesting sort of, so terrifying in a way, but then they, the, I think it was a Radiolab podcast. They spoke to someone else who was like, yeah, I mean, it is scary, but if you think about it, like, um, you know, the anarchist cookbook. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of similar to that in that it's like, yeah, sure. You can have this sort of recipe database for all of these fucking destructive, hectic things, but you know, no one's really worried about the fact that it's very easy to find out how to make a chlorine bomb because your average fucking human being isn't going to try and make a chlorine bomb. Yeah. You know, so... And the people who are already on the list or something already because of the internet yeah, searches. Yeah, whatever, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so better to know that there's this thing called the chlorine bomb that we could make um, than sort of be... Yeah. And keep Ignorance. your eyes open for that fucking weirdo at school who keeps on stealing the <laughs> Listen fucking... Listen up, kids. <laughs> keeps on stealing the chlorine and shit. Like, on, fucking keep an eye on him. Fucker. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Oh. Yeah, I mean, as, as I was saying all of this, be far more concerned about the anarchist, anarchist cookbook. Great, chlorine bombs, whatever. Like, I remember... People joking about it in school. I had that shit. I made those bombs. Did you? Yeah. 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 But the, the simple ones, like the matchstick head ones. And yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, depending where you live, you want to be far more worried about a kid just bringing a fucking AR-15 to school. Oh, well, that's happening plenty. Yeah. Check the latest Crazy one. The, the school knew the kid had a gun on him. Jesus. The school knew. It's like for the half the day. And they were like, they didn't do anything. And the teacher got shot. Jesus. But like a nine-year-old. How, uh, like, yeah. How, how do does, they know? How, how do they, like, what? They were like, oh, yeah, we saw this kid flashing his fucking gun around. And they did nothing. Jesus. They were just like, oh, yeah, it's his right to have, to bear arms. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's just incompetence. Yeah. I gotta go pee. Okay. Speaking about that AI stuff, mm. that, like AI art, mm. that's gotten quite big, right? And uh, you've seen, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we've made a few. Yeah. Those, but they've just gotten better. Um, two things I want to talk about. Um, one is ChatGPT. Yeah. Taking your job. Yeah. And two is... Can have my job. <laughs> the art side of things like Zolna obviously works for a um, animation company and they mm. have these like competitions every now and then so for Valentine's Day which came and got, went recently they have this like competition where people just submit artworks like drawings and stuff whether it's in 3D or 2D or whatever I don't even know what they win, but it's always fun. Like, the Halloween one was super fun to see, and this one was super fun to see these, like, original artworks. Cool. Um, so after the whole thing is said and done, they'll say, like, okay, cool, but how do you guys feel about all the AI artworks that were submitted? And no it's, way. like, it started this massive fucking talking thing on, uh, their, on their chat thing because this is people whose jobs are threatened by, yeah, by yeah, the AI yeah. artwork and stuff like that. Um so I think one of the like almost compromises they came to was having a separate category 
for hmm. for AI art. But then, like, what's that? You just give the best prompt. Like. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna <laughs> say like, it should be the fucking best code written. You know, yeah, yeah. Where's prompts, the talent? So, yeah, it's like unless you what, like? like it can come down to because you can feed an AI influences, right? You can be like, okay, I yeah. want you to take th- this and this and this as an influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's where I've been looking a lot into because I love using it. Like, I, I, I can play on it for hours, like, mm. creating different artworks and, like, then you can, like, redo them in a way, like, because at least mid-journey, it gives you four per prompt. Okay. And then you can choose one that you want to, like, re- fucking go, go put it through the thing again in yeah. a way and yeah. it makes yeah. that that specific one a little bit better or something like that or mm. um i haven't been that into the chat gpt thing just because it's just not my field at yeah. all and like, yeah um but have you played around with it i haven't even looked at it yeah, yeah. but from what i've heard it's pretty fucking crazy mm. um People are writing their essays with it. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah. Um, writing the essays with it and, you know, you uh, yeah, already seeing, um, like, so-and-so came up with this code for, uh, uh, you know, uh, detecting chatbot. Yeah, so that's written. the cool thing now is yeah. it's like combating it almost. Yeah. Because, like... It's one thing writing a whole essay on it. It's another thing just writing fucking Instagram captions. Totally. <laughs> no, and so here's the thing, right? So I um, I saw something on Instagram talking about like, oh, chat GPT can um, write your blog posts for you. Yeah. Um, and I saw someone comment on it being like, something like, oh, until you realize that no one wants to read something that's written by a bot. Or something. How do you know? Well, and this is the thing, is that I was like, well, you're wrong, actually, because, or, well, you might be right. I think that's that sort of, I think what's really nice about reading stuff is the sort of personal style or personal experience, that like reflection or whatever. But when it comes to blogs for a lot of companies and a lot of, that's why I sort of quipped, uh, you know, can have my job. It's because a lot of, like, if I'm writing blogs for work, it's not about my voice or my experience. or It's it's about keywords, right? It's actually not even written. Most of the stuff on the internet is not written for, for a human being to read. It's written for Google to read so that Google wow. will put it on the first page of searches. Wow. You know, you know like, 100%. Because if you search for anything, like, it's written to attract people's attention so they yeah. buy stuff. Fucking clickbait shit as well, mainly. Like. Well, I mean, yes and no. No, because like, like, I've often instances. clicked on articles that I'm actually interested in, and the way it's written, I'm actually just like, oh my god, this is. Yeah, sure. Sucks, like. Sure. Just tell me, give me the answer to the question you put in the headline. Sure. No, a lot, of course. <laughs> a huge amount is exactly that, just clickbait bullshit. But for us, it would be like, well, you know, you want to know uh, fucking best insole for ski boots. <laughs> or whatever you yeah, know it's like yeah. well it's it, we're not riding like you know <laughs> our insole no fucking great surprises here is that we're writing a blog you know it's for the sake of selling the product but it's also for the sake of um yeah i guess i'm lucky in that i really do believe that 
you sort of helping people by giving them by selling them the products that you're selling them. Um, yeah, in my case. But, but what do like blogs become then? Because well, it's just an SEO tool, right? That's the thing. Is that no, no, no. But I know people who do write blogs. Like, sure, different thing, different thing. But but, the, the, but the Instagram picture, right? That's saying like, oh, your your blogs could be written by a bot, isn't aimed at like people writing their like personal experience, yeah. funny whatever it is, blog about like themselves and their life. It's aimed at companies who have blogs to attract eyes via SEO. Yeah. Sure. And honestly... And GPO, GPT can write that. A hundred percent. Like, I've had conversations... Now it's just been performance review season. I've had conversations with people saying, like, listen, we should be thinking about just having fucking bots churning out that SEO content. And then you just give it a readover. You, you plug in the keywords that you wanted to hit. So, like, here's the title. Here's... I mean, sorry. I say this with zero experience of even having looked at the thing, but I'm well, pretty Luke, sure this Luke is how it Luke showed me the like, one, um, it was called something else, but it was specifically for brands and stuff like that. Yeah. And he, it was nuts, man. He just gave it like a short one sentence thing. Yeah. And wrote like a three paragraph story. Yeah. Like, it was insane. And he just wrote it about stuff that like we had seen mm. recently because when he visited me in Kimberley type of thing. Mm. It was like stuff about, oh, uh, like, my auntie and her parrot and shit like that. And this thing just generated this whole story about how the parrot nearly died and got in trouble and crazy was like the stress on the family. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. So insane. I mean, you think about the potential for that, for like generating fucking misinformation. Oh yeah. Crazy. I mean, especially like I, I actually watched thing today with, with they had Leonardo DiCaprio and they were just like, yeah, cool. We can put any voice on him. They put, like, Joe mm. Rogan's voice on him. They put mm. Kim Kardashian's voice on him. And it f- perfectly fits to the lip sync. Like... Insane. And you can get anyone to say anything now. I mean, so, there's this whole thing to do with with fashion now, even, because um, things that aren't real are being represented in super hyper-reality. Unreal Engine 5 or whatever is showing things that aren't real. Like, okay. they can uh, render it live better than anything like it looks like a real yeah. place and it's all fake but all real things are represented super fake like people's bodies and faces uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. Are yeah, all yeah, edited and yeah, yeah. and everything just looks fake yeah. so there's this like fucking mismatch of reality being made fake and fake being made real crazy and so in like the fashion industry you now they're like finding these things that are just like that look like cartoons because cartoons were a representation of reality that were ah, obviously not real yes and so now like making real something that was obviously fake yeah yeah so it's like these boots that look like cartoon boots mm. or like the I don't know if you've seen all the, the over puffification of things yes. everything's being yeah. puffy yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's almost like, like a cartoon crazy <laughs> um yeah, I mean, speaking of <laughs> speaking of lip syncing in fashion, did you catch Rihanna on the fucking <laughs> halftime show? I didn't. No, <laughs> why is she lip syncing? Of course, of course, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. That, that, especially with the halftime show, the Chili Peppers really opened my eyes to that. When they were like, they had this big uh, upset because they did the halftime show, but they wouldn't let them play live. Huh? They wouldn't let them. They're like, there's too much risk. Yeah. So we have to do a pre-recorded show for you. Wow. 
And then in protest, they played on like instruments that were clearly unplugged. Like, wow. Playing on electric guitar that isn't plugged in. Like, wow. <laughs> really? I don't know that. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That was their like protest. But yeah. uh, it's happened loads in like Top of the Pops and MTV stuff. Yeah. Where, like yeah. Nirvana and then played and yeah. the songs are playing while they're swinging their guitars over yeah, their heads. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for something like the halftime show, it's like. Look, and it's 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 funny because it's like, wow, fuck. I mean, is the point of the show really like Rihanna's voice? Like, no, not really. <laughs> you know, Rihanna's there on this little fucking stage that's suspended in midair in the middle of the stadium above the pitch, like in like not just like she's a bit off the ground. She's in the middle yeah, of the yeah, fucking yeah. air, um, you know. And it's the dancing, and it's the. It's the whole sort of production of it, but it has that. It's it is weird how that musical act isn't about the music at all. It's like it. It literally could just it's be someone's cut a fucking mashup tape of the highlights of Rihanna's ten most popular songs. From no, the but last it's the performance. Years. Yeah, like the weekend did it last year, or, or the yeah one of the of years. years. Yeah, because oh god, like Eminem and Snoop Dogg and yeah, they, they did it recently yeah. too. But like the memes that always come from it are just always the 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 thing know. like yeah, yeah and it's it's about the performance it's not about someone going up there and and for playing sure. I know. And, and performing I, like but that's the fucking thing right <laughs> it's about the performance but it's not about the person performing it's, it's not, not about, about the talent it's not about the talent yeah. yeah it's got nothing to do with whether this person can actually sing or it's not. fucking video killed the radio star yeah right yeah yeah it's <laughs> yeah that's that's what I used to love about old metal bands and rock bands and stuff back in the day. They they became famous because of their talents, because of like hearing them on the radio. You have no idea what this person looks like. Yeah. Then video For came sure. along and it's like, oh, you can't dance all together at the same time. Well, then you can't be famous. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, football, eh? Stupid spot. Yeah. Um. More people tuned in for the halftime show than. I'm looking sure. for the whole game. You know, it was funny. We were watching at Hayes' place. He's got what he calls Dodgy Box, which is apparently like some... There's some like hack out there where you can get any TV, all the TV in the world. I mean, all in one place? Yeah. Oh, because I like, mean, I get all the TV in the world on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, on his TV, though. Oh. Yeah. He dodgy can, like, Box. Go, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know if that's what it's actually called. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely what they're calling it. Um, but yeah, fuck. Oh, but so he was watching. We were watching the Sky Sports, which is the English sports channel, right? Stream of the NFL, which is just so funny as well because it didn't have any of the like ads. The N- the American oh. ad, the NFL so just Super Bowl to, ads, like British ads. Just no, just a bunch of fucking just a, one English presenter having like the chat, like a pundit, right? But he's some English guy alone. No, no, with oh. two American, like I think current players maybe who are just like you know he's got them there in suits. And they're having the banter, Rihanna's playing, and they're just fucking like, go, Riri, go. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. But interesting that they are, I mean, fuck. Yeah, interesting to me. NFL coming after the British sort of markets, right? They play a couple of NFL games a year in England. Okay. 
um, rugby is fucking like dying. Rugby's in like crazy financial stress. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know. I guess if it's just like not enough attendance, maybe at at games or I don't know what's going on exactly. I don't know why. I don't know if it's. I don't know why that fine. Uh, don't ask me about the fan finances, but it's all gone tits up. Um, but Netflix is actually making a show about the Six Nations. So you know the Formula One Drive to Survive. Yeah. So and there's now a tennis version called Breakpoint. Yes. And so yeah. Netflix is now making a series about the Six Nations, which is happening. All the now. dying sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Formula One's like the biggest sport in the world, almost. Yeah, Formula One. Yeah. And but tennis like, is huge as well. Esports is probably going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. Like for our kids, you were saying how you sure. want your kids to play rugby. Yeah. They'll play rugby online. Online, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, smaller chances of a concussion, boss, I guess. Boss. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's squash court used to be outside the like uh, rugby fields and uh, in the squash like changing rooms and stuff. You could just hear the dads from both sides just shouting <laughs> so you just hear tackle run tackle run tackle run push him <laughs> um <laughs> yeah fuck. uh made me think of i don't know why that made me think of um ismo Finnish comedian who we went to go see. Oh, I do know. Because as soon as you said squash change rooms, I was just picturing a bunch of old naked men in a room together, which made me think of his sauna uh. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was cool. First time in like a comedy club. That was weird just being served fucking cheese sticks while the, the comedian was up there. Yeah. I could be like, yo, one more beer, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I get you another beer? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think you had the worst seat. I think I had the worst seat Shame, as well. man. Like, right in the corner. Yeah, like, I was fine. I mean, I could yeah. see him. I just d- couldn't see the, like, projected, like, intro video thing. That, like, hype video right at the beginning that the yeah. club plays. Um, but, yeah, that's a, that's something that's... Uh, maybe it's just a scene that I've never really got into. Is there a big... I mean, I know... That, I used to work with a guy who was a, a comedian in, in Cape Town. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. No, it's huge I don't know. Here, it's huge here, but I, I was trying to think like how big it is at home. Really, there's like yeah. In terms of comedy clubs, like there's the one in the VNA waterfront. Um, yes, that was the the place that yeah. And I swear that's like the only place. Like unless you're oh, going really? to the Baxter Theatre, hmm. where only like the real big names are getting shows yeah. there. But like there's no open mic that I know of at least. Yeah. Like I'd love to just go see amateurs like i always thought luke de cock would be so funny on stage like and i think it's been a thing for him as well like he used to just write down my jokes so that he could tell them on stage (laughs) he had like a fucking thing on his phone no way (laughs) yeah um i'm fine with it (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah he just kept them until one day because he always thought one day i want to try this shit you know Mm. i want to tell my jokes on stage it is funny how it has like a a specific sort of allure in that like it's just talking right yeah it's like a type of performance that 
you could feel it's like a low barrier to entry but a high barrier to like being really good you know so it's not like and and if you fuck up it's all on you eh yeah no one's laughing at your shit you're standing up there in silence and you got to keep going but so i'm thinking of like comparing it to like uh, playing a musical instrument yeah. or yeah so it's similar but playing a musical instrument for us it's in a band well it might be or it might be what, like you're a fucking solo piano like well yes no well, not I, not not you, not you or me, but yeah. that could be, you know. Okay, sure, sure. And then if you fuck up, then it's like, it's oh. It's all on you. Yeah, then it's yeah. all on you as yeah, well, yeah. you know. Um, but it's also like you have to learn to play the fucking piano or learn to play the violin. Like, you can't just, you you would never have someone fucking, oh, open mic nights at the pub and just like pick up a guitar <laughs> <laughs> and like walk up to the mic and just be like. No, but that's what it's clang, about. Clang, clang. That's what open mic's about. I know, but you can do it with comedy. Anybody could do oh, it because okay, anybody okay, okay. can tell a joke, right? Okay, anyone okay, can go okay. knock, knock. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But not anyone can go fucking, oh, this is fucking E minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So. But it was really cool seeing the difference between like professionals and amateurs at sure, that show. For sure. Like how first two people were a bit like meh and yeah. all that and they didn't really get us warmed up a lot. Yeah. Like I kind of, Isma kind of came on and I was like, ooh, I hope this is good. Yeah. Those last two weren't that great. Weren't that great. And within, like, seconds, minutes, yeah. minutes. short time, he yeah. had had me around his finger and I was, whatever he said was funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was fucking guffawing. <laughs> yeah, like, I was <laughs> slapping my knee. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bruises on <laughs> And what was really funny was, like, yeah, his finish He's he's performing to an American audience, sure, but like, I mean, a Canadian audience, audience North American yeah, audience, sure, sure, but like, uh, going after the fact with Nico being like, oh yeah, we only had one abbreviation in Finland, and that was <laughs> HIV, <laughs> and we said HIVI <laughs> <laughs> because we don't do abbreviations in Finland, and I was, yeah. it was just like, and you could see the Finnish in the crowd as well, who would like put their hands up and be like, yeah, like, I know what everyone's penis looks like. Fuck. You must be naked. The fucking sauna. There's a sign that says, it's <laughs> just got fucking swimming trunks with a fucking big cross through it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. So <laughs> we so want to see your penis. <laughs> in Antarctica, when we got, um, rescued by the germans yeah and we were there while the guy was undergoing surgery and all that stuff um they had a sauna ah. and so me and moketi go into the sauna you yeah. know bathing suits yeah. while everyone else is naked yeah <laughs> Crazy. and they were like what's with the bathing suits and we're just like this is just how this we, we, we roll man yeah. we're like we don't show I, dick in south africa if Mukherjee showed you his dick, you would never be the same again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not fucking coming in here next to Mukherjee. Mukherjee's played La Bola, so he's getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Very cool. Yeah. Nice to like a chick who's also got a daughter already. Oh, wow. So, cool. And he's got a son. So ah, nice. It's very nice. Yeah. yeah I'm very happy. happy for him. No, but it's indicative of the fucking South African conservatism of us of our society as well, you know. What? We're conservative people. We don't want to fucking walk around naked in the in the in the sauna, no. in the sauna. No. 
Yeah. No, no one must see my penis. Yeah. <laughs> Very sort of fucking... It's weird because I didn't grow up like that. Like, my mom and dad got naked as much as possible. Yeah. And like, swimming in a dam in front of all the family. Yeah. They would take off all their clothes and go swim in the dam. Yeah. And then the fucking Afrikaners would take them aside and be like, hey, you don't do that in front of my kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And they were like from this, what the fuck? Like, yeah. it's just our bodies. Like, Yeah, yeah. But I I got embarrassed second hand in a way. Sure. Yeah. Sure. As well. But yeah. I think that's from I grew up in the fucking hostel, only white kid. Mm. And I, there was just a row of showers, right? Mm. It wasn't there was no privacy. Mm. I fucking felt super self conscious about the size of my penis. Because yeah. all the black kids just had fucking arm length <laughs> fucking things. <laughs> And there I am, and I was just like, Jesus. So I always felt like shy to show mine. Yeah. In a way, I'd sure. just be like, oh, I've got this little thing. Like, yeah. Everyone gonna laugh at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but even it, like it's it's average. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess more generally though. Well, fuck, I guess white South Africa actually. Like Yeah, because the the boys in the, the they go to the mountain and get circumcised together. They all see each other's shit. Yeah, but even like traditional dress for Zulu girls would be like boobs out, you know? I suppose, yeah. I wasn't like even thinking about boobs, yeah. Boobs are such a a fucking nothing thing in all sort of a lot of cultures where it's a just lot like, of cultures but not fucking you not white try to walk into the NG Kerk fucking topless as a woman you know so. try walking to the NG Kerk with shorts on you're in trouble mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I used to do that I used to go in with my bodies yeah uh, say what, am, what is this a fucking sauna <laughs> <laughs> why are all you guys wearing pants <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, um, but fuck eh, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> probably not. But yeah, but it is it is cool seeing like because we used to like white South Africans are super conservative. We all know that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got the ones behind the lentil curtain and stuff who are super chill. But yeah, um, usually white people as we know it, super conservative. Enkirkark, yaum, hello. But then you get those uh, Scandies. We're also white people. Yeah. And they super fucking yes my dick. And yeah. And give a fuck. More chill about it. Yeah. For sure. But it's also not even just the NG Kerk. It's the British thing It's too. the British thing, yeah, yeah. As well. It's just like the, these two hyper-conservative strains of historical influence. Yeah. I've gotten a lot more chill with it. As a kid, I was super don't look at me type of thing. Like, I wouldn't even... Get naked in front of my folks. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, I don't give a fuck. Change the door open. Yeah. It is weird. It's like a... I, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm comfortable naked in public here. Oh, we, oh, we got, I got naked on Wreck Beach once. Briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Went for a little swim. Didn't really enjoy it that much. Yeah. You know, it's like this idea that, oh, this is going to be liberating... It is yeah. nice swimming in the ocean naked. It's nice swimming naked, sure. The getting out, but you don't have to, to be towel. fucking like surrounded by thousands of 
wasters while you're doing it you know <laughs> just fucking drunk and high people yeah i mean if you are going to be <laughs> surrounded by thousands of people rather they are drunk and high yeah <laughs> but i mean there was i mean there's people that like africa burn there's that one dude yeah who just like that was his natural state was just naked for like, sure you, know? you get people who are just like and cool like yeah sure if that's if it makes you feel good then fucking all power to you you know go for it but and it is weird how like even someone like us or whatever who are who do feel like it's not for me yeah give a fuck about someone else doing it no sure it's fine if it's for them like I'm yeah. not gonna feel weird you know no yeah and yeah. I'm not looking yeah anyway yeah <laughs> and yeah. that's our biggest thing it's like oh people are gonna look you know yeah it's like no one gives a fuck no one gives a fuck to an extent I guess it's like if you're surrounded by strangers, that's one thing. Mm. But what, you're like your closest mate? Yeah, it's weird. It's, I mean, it's not weird, but it's a little bit weird. Do you think we would give each other shit about it? I think that's it. Finnish people are so like chilled and it's like just from a kid thing. That yeah. It was like, so like we would be like, yeah, I'll pull that one nuts hanging lower than the other one. <laughs> going on like for the rest of your life now, you're like, oh, fucking one thing. <laughs> How's it hanging? But to the left as always. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But like, um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. With people that you know that you like, Chomi's worth. I don't know. It's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Girls and guys, especially, I think. Girls and guys, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think in Finland they do they go sauna all together in no, the same uh, they have six separate, separate separate saunas. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, Probably. but I think. No idea. Would not work anywhere <laughs> else. Like no, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure they have. Sexually separate. Segregated, yeah. 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 Apartheid. Apartheid zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez, maybe that's just my conservative mind thinking. Like, it just wouldn't... I just can't see that. Like, because everyone just... Can't imagine like, gawking, just like, everybody like, naked yeah. in the fucking zone together. Because in the Germany place where we got called out for it in a way, it was... Yeah. They, it was... Just okay, guys. The girls' turn is from six to seven, uh, and the guys go afterwards, yeah. Oh, uh, huh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Even in uh, Israel, when we went to the, like, Dead Sea mud mm-hmm. bath thing, the girl, woman had a separate section. But that's Jewish shit. Also naked? No, no, no. Just can't be in the same Just sea not, as each can't, other? can't look at each other. Yeah. That's funny, hey? Crazy. Well, that's old school. Just old school. That's old school. There's there still the people of, uh, you showing your hair, you're trying to get raped. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you tempting me? Yeah. It's crazy how there is a spectrum of everything, you know? We yeah. actually, we say like, oh, super conservative white South Africa. It's like, wow. <laughs> That's why, like, we, we've been talking about diversity in the workplace a lot recently. Like, I've been having to go through all these fucking courses and... Really? Sexual harassment courses, diversity and inclusion Training. courses. Training. Yeah. You've been naughty boy. Not, no, not just Re-education. me, everyone. And <laughs> <laughs> he has to go through sexual I don't know harassment. Know fucking aimed at me or something, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, the, I had my like one-on-one the other day and I was like, I fucking hate this shit. I really do. I just want to work. Yeah. I don't want to have to be told I'm not allowed to be fucking sexually explicit with people. I know that. Like, yeah. stop taking time out of my day. I just want to get my work done. Like, yeah. 
And he was like, yeah, but there's people here who think diversity isn't important. Yeah. There's people here who just think, hire the best person for the job. Damn, like, that's done. Like, if they're the most qualified, they're the most of this, then they, they get the job. Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm, I'm not a diversity hire, but I'm an example of why hiring someone diverse is a good thing because I'm coming in here with experience of how to do things fucking jankly, how to do things in the field in Antarctica when you have fuck all, mm. how to do things in Afghanistan where you're not allowed to use a fucking cell phone. Mm. I know how to make things work. I know how you have to make things work in those situations mm. and how to design mm. for it. Mm. It's a diversity sort of thing, you know. So if you yeah. just hire people who are just from Canada, from this bougie-ass, fucking protected-ass, cushiony, fucking sweet-ass, everyone say hello, yeah. good morning, fucking life, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to design a vanilla product, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's tricky, though, because it is like, well... Sure, diversity of experience and diversity of opinion and like those things are important. And so is diversity of actual fucking physical characteristics. But like the one doesn't guarantee the other. So, yeah. Um, my sister's fucking just been having a job interview for a tenure position at a university in the States. Tenure. T tenure, um, T-N-U-R-E. So like you become permanently employed by the university, oh, basically, yeah, like employed for that's life. That's fucking gold. And um, she basically has been, like the department wanted to, employ her as far as she's been told um but the dean of the faculty um has blocked her basically um as far as i know like pretty explicitly because Cause she's african because she's white oh but she's a african-american right my sister yeah <laughs> I mean, she was born in South Africa, but she's as white as me. Yeah, but yeah. So, but she's living in America. But <laughs> yes, okay, sure. So she's, <laughs> she's African American. Yeah, right. Wow. I don't think um, <laughs> <laughs> MIT doesn't. I'm not sure. Yeah, that, I'm not yeah? sure the university she's at so is gonna <laughs> fucking crack a crack a laugh at that. Um, but it's crazy because she's fucking teaching. A philosophy class like her syllabus is free speech and fucking Biko and um, Rampolo King and Nyeswa these poets and South African black fucking thought leaders you know so it's like yeah she's a white chick but that doesn't mean to say that she can't infl like introduce people to um, the diversity of opinion and thought and, and knowledge that exists in the world. But that's also not really the point of the diversity higher in that instance because it's, it's more about like young black people can't look at my sister and picture themselves in her position. Yeah. So, yeah, it's such a fucking com complicated, complex It's weird when, when, I mean, when that's the... The final thing is looking at someone and picturing themselves. Like, 
Yeah. Well, if you're looking at someone, that's all you're doing is book book by its cover, right? Like, you yeah. got to get to know someone. And that's why a lot in our hires sure. now, what we're doing is we don't even know the person's name. Huh. We don't see their name. We don't see anything. We only see the answers to their questions. Huh. And then we start rating them. Huh. And that's then cool. we see, okay, it's Sudarsh and fucking Kun. Kun yeah. And then we're like, oh, cool. Like, I was Indian. Big deal. Yeah. Oh, it's a guy. Oh, big deal. Like, you know? Yeah. All we see is the answers. And we, we, we actually hire or, or grant interviews based on that, which is cool. Yeah, sure. But that's also, like, that is purely sort of merit-based system, right? Yeah. Um, so it is cool. I guess, though, it th- applies differently in different... Like, if you're in a position of... Uh, that's, like, inherently public, you know? Like a, a, a leader in an inherently public position. Like a lecturer or a person in government or a whatever the fuck. Um then it almost matters more well maybe it does maybe it doesn't i don't know or just in terms of like being an example to other people you know um the people you're trying to be an example for have to be able to like relate to you but also it's how many people are you visibly in front of as an example of like you can be this thing right can't your sister just like come out as as blacks and then she transracial can, yeah well, it's just I we're not there as a yet. black person we're not there yet no we're not woke enough yet yeah but but she can fuck around the gender oh uh, okay you're saying yeah yeah yeah. it's more important to be or it's as important to be yeah i i i i i'm gonna say no that would be a terrible idea but um <laughs> the options open yeah you'd think that being well yeah, you think that being a woman would be enough as well? No, you, you know? no, no, no. Not eh? Women had their chance. Old eh? news, eh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 They've had their day. It's all about the trance now. Um, I had to speak to a colleague of mine who grew up really religious. Uh, His family and stuff. Like He was even like, oh, you've been to my house. Did you not notice? And I didn't speak. But he was like... I mean, we've got Bible verses all over the walls and like, huh. we're super religious. And I was like, oh, fuck, didn't even notice. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, my brother's not my sister. And oh, wow. this happened super recently and we used wow. to share a room for, until we were 18. Wow. Type of thing. We yeah. Different rooms now. We're 19. Um, now they're 26 or whatever. And since he was like 19 or whatever, he's been like, no, I'm, I'm she now and I'm your sister. Sure. Cool. Yeah, well, k- cool, sure, cool for him or them or she. Her. Cool, cool for the sibling. Yeah, this is the, this is the fucked up thing. Like, I'm trying to talk to this guy about his sibling, yeah. about this, and I'm I don't even know what words to use. Like, yeah, they, them, she. I don't know. It's not they. It's not. It's she. It's her. Yeah, it's yeah. her. Yeah. So like, I'm trying to talk about them in the past. Like, oh, so like before with your brother. Oh, I mean, you're so, like, and yeah, it's just yeah, such yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. minefield, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, must be such a crazy thing. Asian family, you know, they you live at home for so they're all living at home still. And, yeah, and uh, almost like coming out to your super religious parents like that, like crazy. He doesn't. He doesn't even know how to come out to his parents to be like, 
Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Yeah. Like, but now his sister is coming out being like, yeah, I know I was born your son, but I'm, I'm now, actually, I'm, I'm not your daughter. Woman. Like, fuck, that takes <sighs> balls. It takes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super difficult. Um, yeah. Maybe it's time for me to get another. Maybe I must go pour myself a little G and T or something. Well, we're going on two hours here, eh? Too much. You know. Well, I don't know. I mean, no, you know me. I'll carry on all day. No, I don't think dinner's even in the oven yet. What time is miniatures? Whenever we want Whenever it. Whenever we want it. Let's let's go pee and smoke a joint. Okay. And then maybe we come back. Oh. See how we feel. Okay, maybe we come back and we don't. Maybe we don't. Season three.